Thanks for downloading the Bedhoppers podcast. If you're not 18, then you probably shouldn't be listening to this because this podcast contains themes of a sexual nature. It chronicles our journey into the swinging lifestyle. Thank you for hopping into our beds. Get in the gym or to your car. With our advice, you could go far. Fuck things up and we make mistakes. Talk about our sexy dates. It's getting hard for this to rhyme. Just as well, cause it's bed hopping time. <laughs> well, hello there. Welcome to Bed Hoppers. This is episode number 19. I am Mr. H. This is Mrs. H. Together we form. <laughs> we haven't done that in a while. Wild Stallion. <laughs> yes. Excellent. Um, right. That's most bodacious. <laughs> Dude, we totally logied on our good subs. <laughs> Anyways, uh, welcome back to Bedhoppers. Uh, the last couple of weeks we've been answering listener questions. It's been amazing to see how many good, great questions we've had from listeners and people off Reddit and people we met in the street, uh, old teachers, friends. I'd like to thank uh, God, my mum. <laughs> Oh, no, sorry, that's my Oscar speech. Um, yeah, but thank you for everyone who sent in uh, a, a question. It was really cool, uh, really nice. Uh, so we got a couple of, of, of thank yous to do this week. Uh, one, Mrs. H is looking at me horrified. Are you thanking me? Uh, no, I'm not. Awesome. Fa- <laughs> well, you yes. looked at me when you said that. Well, did I? So I'm like, oh, I get a thank you. Uh, yes, thank you, Mrs. H. Oh, you're welcome. It's all right. You what have I know- done? Everything. Yay! <laughs> Yay you! This day has finally come when I get the gratitude that I so deserve. <laughs> We're not worthy! We're not worthy! Um, no, the reason I've talked about thanking, uh, and it wasn't directed at you initially, no. although you are quite welcome to my thanks and anything else I can throw you away. I'm taking it. You're taking it. Mm-hmm. You're going to take all of it. You're going to take that, those I'm thanks. I'm going to take that thanks. Yeah, you're going to go balls deep <laughs> on the thanks. Who are you thanking? Anyway, I'm thanking our lovely friends at Normalising Non-Monogamy. Ah. Yeah, ah. Why am I thanking them? Because they did an awesome interview with us. I know, it was friggin' ages ago. Um, and because um, they're so popular. They really are, guys. And um, it took quite a while for this. <sighs> we recorded it weeks and weeks and weeks ago. And um, to be fair, we, we were sort of dreading this moment when we'd hear what we were like in the past. And um, they put the podcast out this week, and, and we chucked our headphones on and listened. How many Rosses out of Rachel are you going to give him? I'm going to give them eight. Uh... I'm going to give them nine Rosses out of ten. Really? Nine Rosses yeah. out of ten? I Totes. I was going to give them a... a, a and, mung... and maybe five tans. Five tans? Yeah. And one luminous teeth? Mm-hmm. Really? I, I'm going to give them the, the official Bedhopper's approval... <laughs> on what they did with us i think i think it was a great interview uh, i really enjoyed talking to them and i think they 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 did a really great job controlling us little gremlins <laughs> who are always trying to go the, the wrong way <laughs> and do something different yeah yeah they so were amazing a huge thank you so um if you haven't heard of them uh they're uh, some other podcasters who they interview people each week 
Um, and people from the spectrum of non-monogamy, so everything from swingers to poly people um, and all that sort of stuff. They interview amazing people who do amazing things, they... which is why we were on their podcast. <laughs> yeah, well, that, that's well pointed out. So, um, <laughs> yeah, definitely recommend checking out their, their podcast. Have a listen. Um, if you're fans of ours, and hopefully you are because you're listening, you can uh, listen to us and, and get another hour of us as well. They have or more. cute like, theme music too. They do have cute theme music, yeah. which I always want to sing to. It's really nice. It's isn't lovely, it? isn't it? It reminds They're just me of, nice people. They're I lovely people. I, though it does remind me of Ren and Stimpy because well, you they don't. No, the not music. them. Right? No, yeah. no. Um, it's like uh, in Ren and Stimpy when something would happen, they'd always like play classical music. Although that's not classical music, but it gives me that sort of vibe and sort of a sort of like nuclear mom kind of image in my head. I don't know why that is. But anyway, um, yeah, thank you ever so much, guys. Um, really appreciate what, everything that you've done. Um, we banged off on, uh, enough about you now already. <laughs> yeah. Yeah? You said enough yeah, about them? No, no, that's good. Yeah, yeah, go and listen to them, subscribe to them, and uh, but, you know, keep subscribing to us as well. Yes. Yes, we can share you. You, you can have a... a like double teamers. You, we, we'll double team them. Sure. The listener. Oh, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're making... Our mouth is cashing checks that we can't <laughs> can't keep now. Anyway, so um, this week uh, we're still not back to our regular programming in our journey because, um, as we mentioned at the end of last week, we had a uh, pen pal related um, postcard from. Oh, I love these guys. Who? By the by. By the by, right? They're so awesome. They're so awesome. Yeah. They're lovely. They've been entertaining us today, actually. Yeah. Not literally. Oh, and we've been entertaining them. Yeah, that's true. We keep sending them nudes. Yeah. Yeah. One day they'll just block us or something. I know. <laughs> They've not requested them. No, we're just spamming them. Just spamming them with nudes, which which sounds fine to us. So they've sent us uh, some questions that, that they thought it would be fun for us to answer because we did the same thing for them going back a few weeks ago. Uh, so they are now our pen pals. Awesome. In my mind, questions. this is a bit like Fraggle Rock, when like... Um, well, Travelling Matt. Yeah. Dear to Nephew Gobo, today the funny <laughs> creatures sent me a funny postcard about all the weird things they were doing in the world. La, 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 I thought you were going to go into the All around the... No, you need the other one. That's the Uncle Travelling Matt theme. Well, yeah, but I was doing the other one. You did the medley. Yeah. La da da la da 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 You can't do all the parts yourself. I, I can, yeah, I can. I, mm. I, I, I will bloody do all the parts myself. Mr. H cannot be the sum of all parts. It's I can be the sum of all fraggly parts. <laughs> um, most of my life has been based around being a fraggle, so I'm, I'm able to do it. I can go Who full fraggle. Who is your favourite fraggle? Oh, I do like, uh, I like, I like Wimbley. Wembley. Wembley. Uh, I also like Uncle Travelling Matt because his voice is fun. I will tell you my favourite fraggle and then we'll move on. Really? Go on then. Okay. It's Sprocket. He's a dog. He's still a fraggle. He's not a friggin' fraggle. You might as well be Marjorie the cha- Trash Heap. No, Who no incidentally reminds me of your mother. Look, no one will do, well, nobody wants to be a trash heap. Nobody. No, well, we'll see. But a dog is endearing. Okay. He's great. But don't forget, this is the weird thing, right? Mm. That that our, our listeners in America will have seen a different version of Fraggle Rock. Okay. Yes, they will. Yes. Like a different dude in a lighthouse, right? They don't have a lighthouse. Oh, they shit. have an inventor. Sorry. Oh, God. All right. Mind blown, right? Uh, we had a lighthouse. My mind is blown. I know. It doesn't take <laughs> my a lot. tiny mind. Tiny mind. Well, yeah. Okay. So anyway, the point is, is um, 
we we had some questions from by the by and we decided that we were going to answer them for your entertainment delectation and delight you know what we can pick up the frag conversation ourselves later i know right i think there's a lot of mileage in that you think yeah all right next week we'll be talking about the storyteller (laughs) (laughs) we'll work our way through all the classic hansen okay with john hurt the storyteller. Can I ask the first question? Yes. Oh, we haven't we haven't told you what film we've got oh. on the background. Oh, oh, our shit film this week is Les Miserables. Les 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 Miserables. Yeah. Yeah. With my surprisingly high vibrato. Anyway. Huge action. Huge action. Huge action. Yeah, it's on in the background. Um. It's much better without the singing. Loads better. I'm really enjoying it. It's putting me off my stride. Okay. <laughs> okay. Anyway, first question then. You're going to ask the first question, I want question, to ask the you? first question. I want to ask the first question. Go on then. I do. Do it. Okay. So, what is your preferred play location? So, is it our place, your place, or a hotel, a club? Oh. That's a good question. Oh, this is good. Um, hmm. I quite like our place. Okay. Um, what like your your turf? My turf because um, there's when I can show off all my my cool and awesome stuff. What I've got. <laughs> um, two, I think um, I I like the fact that we've got all all of our games and all of our toys and mm. um, and also that we can send them home when we when we've done with them. <laughs> Well, I guess there's no like long taxi ride to take into account. No, um, I, to be honest, I I don't mind. I've we've only really just started going to clubs, so uh, I found the club scene to be a bit. It's it, it's interesting, and it, I do find it quite appealing. Um, and but I do find there's much more of a vibe where you go there to do do the deed. Whereas if you have people round or go around to someone's house, there is much more of a social element, and you get much more quality time with people. So for me, I quite like um, going to someone's place or whatever. The hotel thing, I like, but I'm always worried that we're going to get told off about the amount of noise that goes on um, because... Because we have been. We, we have been, <laughs> and it's always me that gets sent to the door to deal with That's that. because you're morally good and your moral compass is strong and no one is going to look at you and go, oh my, he's up to no good. They'll look at you and go, sorry, sir, there's been a terrible mistake. You look like a really good gent. Well, I, I go out and <laughs> these are the droids are looking for. Where we're all in the background giggling like a pile of like naughty gremlins going, ha ha, we've sent him to a door to explain. <laughs> I know, it's the, it's the Mr. H does his Obi-Wan Kenobi. You don't need to come into this hotel See? room. Already I feel way calmer. Do you, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Most sizely spaceport. You'll never find a more wretched hive. I could send of you into crows to disperse like football hooligans or something. No, I'd get hurt. You could just go in there big. with your calming <laughs> Jedi influence. <laughs> it, I and just wave a hand like Jesus. <laughs> Everyone yes. calm. Back to the Messiah complex. There you go. Really? Yeah. Oh, I, just I, like I keep telling you, I'm some... not the Messiah. I'm just a naughty yeah. boy. So, what about you? <laughs> All right, I. I'm a bit iffy about our place, as generally, because it's our turf. Mm. And for the same reasons that you like it, I actually feel slightly less comfortable. Mm. Because it's our it's our pad. And it, it's almost like mm, you're, you're inviting someone into a piece of our life, a little. Yep. 
I'm okay if it's people we know quite well who we've grown to have a great connection, a really good friendship with, maybe. Yeah. That we trust. I would be very sketchy about bringing people back here that we did not have that relationship. I but then with. I don't think we would bring people. We don't. We don't really. Well. Invite people back straight away. Even anyway. then, it's like this is our turf, mm. and I like the fact that we have our bed and our reconnection. It mm. feels a little bit sullied, I think, if we if we do that too often. Yeah, I, I get what you mean. I think there's also something around just jumping over to someone's house the first time you meet them. I'm, I'm not keen mm-hmm. on that, and yeah, and we, we have done that, that um, but it's a bit odd, especially if you don't have yeah. a, a picture of what they're like in your head, particularly, and then you go to the house and it's all like, oh, it's a bit weird. Yeah, um, so. it's odd, and, and there's so many different um, elements of our personal lives dotted around a house as well, like, you know, pictures of their families and Well, whatnot. if you will rifle through those drawers, <laughs> that's mine, I'm going to take that. Like, come down with me. <laughs> yeah, just chucking stuff into your bag, I'm going to nick this fork. <laughs> so, for that reason, our, our place is probably not top of my list. Mm-hmm. I love a hotel. I'm going to put it out there. I love, I love the anonymity and the almost sordid nature of You like hotel. the naughtiness of a I hotel. I do. I like the adventure. I like getting in the car and going on the adventure with all our stuff packed up and be like, oh my God, we're going to a hotel and we, we're going to do this because we've planned it carefully. And mm. it's almost like, what could possibly go wrong? We've, we're going to have an awesome night. There's a bar there. It's safe. We've, you know, if all goes pear-shaped, we've got our own rooms kind of thing. I think there is something in that. I like it. I think it just utterly depends on how that hotel works. And we've been to hotels where we've had a separate room that's kind of down the end or whatever. And I'm like, I'm fine with that and I'm comfortable. Mm -hmm. But if we're in this regular big-ass hotel and we're slotted in between every other bugger, then I feel, I don't feel I can actually let my hair down. Not that I've got much hair to let down, but Mm. it feels like that that there's more risk with that. That in itself makes it more naughty, but also it does make me slightly more worried about um, upsetting other people, because that's the last Mm. thing. You know, I don't want a screaming parent that's, you know, we've kept their children (laughs) awake all night because we've been being naughty. They've been having sex for four hours. Four hours? (laughs) Bloody hell. All right, okay. the club, so finally, the club thing for me. Um, so the club thing is a great sort of in-between kind of vibe because it still feels like an adventure, which mm. is great. And yeah. occasionally you get a club that's got accommodation attached, which is also good. And I have enjoyed clubs, but I do think there's that implied sense of, well, you're here, you've paid an entry fee, one assumes, so you mm. might as well do something. I like clubs that have hotel rooms, though, or have yeah, yeah, hot, exactly. where you can stay. That's, that's kind great. Of... But again, you, you almost feel obliged to to do something because you've you've parted with some cash to do it and get there. And what's the point of going there if you're not going to make full use of the facilities in a way? Okay. So it Same just adds hotel, a level though. of well, but it just adds a level of yeah Im- implication to me. But it's hard to get my head around sometimes. But mm, fair enough. Okay, next question. Mm. I'll ask this one: What or who or whom? Is your biggest success in your swinging experience thus far? What about your biggest failure? Oh my lord, what a question. Great stop, buddy. <laughs> well, I think it's probably not going to be fair to refer to a who or whom because that's not fair on them or let's stick with a what. As in a situation. Okay. Yeah. So an experience. I was gonna name me. names. Oh, you wouldn't do that. I would. Is it me? 
But you are <laughs> my biggest failure. <gasps> How dare you? <laughs> For years, I've been shining this diamond in the rough, only to, for it to fail at the last hurdle. Can't polish a tad, do you? <laughs> <laughs> That's true. You really can't. Um... So what I would say then is the biggest success in the swinging experience so far for me is us overcoming our jealousy. Hmm. I think that's that's pretty good. And becoming much stronger. Yeah. So overcoming all the little fears that we had that were in the back of our minds that will this will this break us, will this not work out that have worked out to be awesome and we're strong as a result. So I think that's a huge success okay i'm going to call out a specific occasion here oh. <laughs> what specifically did you like um well so the the thing i'm thinking of in particular so we mentioned the other week that i i was it the other week or was it on the uh and an, um podcast i'm not sure but occasionally i've thrown the, my toys out the pram mm-hmm. about the whole lifestyle and I, i've quit it a couple of times and gone i'm not doing this anymore mm-hmm. and just turned into a big stinking baby and I think one, on one of those occasions, we met some really good friends and um, that occasion didn't go as as I thought it would. And I, I come away feeling like I'd let us down and let myself down. And actually, I think our biggest, one of our big, biggest successes, or mine personally, is the fact that we met up with them again and actually I got over that personal hurdle and that personal mindset. And actually, we had a, a really good, sexy time with them. Mm-hmm. Um, and for me, and we kind of the fact that we were able to get, or I was able to get back on the horse, um, <laughs> and able to um, throw myself back into things and, and do that, Ooh. do that comfortably, uh, and feel like I had a really great experience. I think is was probably our biggest biggest success because I could have just dwindled on that, and I'm an overthinker and I will dwell on things so. For me to to be able to pick myself back up, get on there and and not get on there—that sounds terrible. <laughs> to, for me to to get back into the right attitude, to to not dwell on the negative emotions that yeah. came from that, it was was probably the the <clears throat> biggest success I think. That's great. Yeah. What about the biggest failure? Oh God. Uh-huh. Well, we've we've spoken about a few. To be fair, now I I think nineteen episodes in. Yeah. There's, there's been a few. But it's interesting what you deem to be a failure. Do you deem the failure to be your your approach to something that's gone wrong and you've created that yourself? Or is it more a situation that's gone pear-shaped and you've not expected that? Well, you know, the theme song says, you know, we fuck things up and make mistakes. Yeah. Um, and I, that's true. And we continue to do that, um, perhaps less frequently. So there's definitely been the odd, odd hiccup and the odd, odd wobble here and there. I think the... the biggest failure if, if we were to really point a finger at it is I think I think there's been occasions where we haven't communicated what what we're thinking very well to each other mm-hmm. so not one particular incident but our ability to um to to recognize that the other isn't enjoying themselves as much hasn't always been as good as it could have been I think that that's been our biggest failure but I think from that we've taken quite a lot of learning and we're now much more adept and much more aware of what's going on. Mm. Um, it's not perfect by any stretch of the imagination, but we are much more in sync with each other. And, you know, I know that I can't do a hand signal to you or I can't, you know, I couldn't even send you a text <laughs> saying, get out. 
it just doesn't work. So I, I know that for communication, I have to literally stand up and say, wife, this is not working, let's go. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, there's been occasions where we've kind of tried to subtly give each other the hint or tip or whatever, and it's just not worked. So for me, that's been our biggest failure in this. Um, but, but a big learning as well. But a big bit of learning, mm-hmm. I think. Cool. Okay. Do you want to do the next one? Sure. <clears throat> this is a nice easy one. What is your favourite sex position? Oh, uh, okay. I uh, I like the ladies on top. <laughs> well, all of them? All of them at, the same, at once, time. at the same time. How many ladies are you talking here? Generally just one or two, but you know, if there's more, then, then I'll give it a go. A, a gaggle of women a, a on harem. top of you, all at once. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, I, I will <laughs> challenge accepted. I'll try and do that. Um, no, no, I generally like women being on top. And we'll probably come into this with some of the other questions later on. But um, it's I, I like the fact that my hands are free, generally. I like the fact that I can... What if all the ladies tie you up? <laughs> <laughs> all right, this is a very specific situation. I know, right? I know. <laughs> You've got that evil glint in your eye. <laughs> um, I, I, I like the fact that my hands are free. I like the fact that it feels good. I like the fact that... Um, both of you can put effort in um, and yeah I, generally it's pretty good I like the sight as well and I, I, I'm not too precious about which which way they face either because either way is pretty good for me <laughs> I get a good ass view or I get a good front view it's pretty good yeah quite happy and I get to lay down yeah that's, that's pretty awesome yeah I'm quite happy with that you? Yeah? <laughs> uh, so interesting it depends what mood I'm in, um, if I'm really honest. Mm. But I am also quite in favour of being on top position. Really? Yeah. Okay. If it's for my own selfish means. Your own selfish means. <laughs> yeah. If it's my own selfish, my own selfish ways. <laughs> <laughs> um, that said, it's super fun to be um, underneath. Uh, a dude that's like dominating me mm-hmm. that's that's kind of sexy oh, but how that's not really a position um okay <laughs> wow i'm gonna go for the dominating position <laughs> i'm not a favor of being turned into a pretzel no uh so uh i mean even just like a, a nice straightforward missionary can be quite sexy mm-hmm. depending on what you're doing um but Actually, that said, I do absolutely love the guy being behind. Yeah, yeah. the guy being behind. Yeah. All right. It's a powerful finishing move. A powerful finishing <laughs> move. Yeah, it's really sexy. Uh, this is probably the closest you're ever going to get to me saying sexy words on this podcast. No, it's not. Yes, it is. No, it's not. What's so sexy about it, though? I vowed I would never use naughty words on this after <laughs> all the listeners made me say those words last time <laughs> no no i think you can tell us how, what, you, what do you like about it what the behind yeah uh it's um i get the impression it's pretty good for the man really and i, I like that because i like the man to be enjoying himself mm-hmm. what's your um favorite position with a woman oh oh <laughs> um I guess anything where I can uh, access beautiful boobs. It's all about the boobs for you, isn't I it? I love nice boobs. I know. Mm. And I like to kiss a lady, so it's got to be where you know I can I can be kind of kissing her and touching so her. So what about so 
So I've got my lady on top of me. Mm-hmm. All the guys, your ladies. Yeah, all the ladies. <laughs> the guy's fucking you behind, but you're able to lean forward and kiss that lady. Yeah, that's all, all And some too. sort of mental jigsaw puzzle. <laughs> that work? Yeah, that could work. That can work? Good. All right. I'm going to write that down for tomorrow. So in terms of business, then, the more the merrier. The more the merrier. Lots of can we, positions. Can we coin a, a phrase, uh, a sex position called the more the merrier? Yes. The bed hopper. Okay. Yeah. Okay, I like that. I think there's probably an official name for it. <laughs> but I'm going to call it the bed hopper. Okay. All right. Go on then. It's your turn. Oh, it's my go. So, what is the one feature or thing that someone can say that will guarantee to get them into bed with you? Ooh. Is that all we need to say? Ooh. Nailed it. There's quite a few things that work for me. I... I do like a lot of flirting. You do. Um, and I don't care if that's... You can flirt on, for days. On kick, Months. on chat. <laughs> um, and you may think you're just talking with me, but I know that you're flirting with me. <laughs> so even if you don't know you're flirting, for me it works. Um, actually, when I break that down, that sounds really creepy. Scrap that. <laughs> Edit that out. No. No. That is really odd, yeah. You're right. But, but it's I, quite funny. But I I like the connection and inter- interaction with people. And um I I really really like people uh, women to be forward. Um because you're not you're not particularly forward, I find. Okay. So I quite enjoy as a as a an alternative for women to be quite upfront and mm-hmm. being quite there. Don't get me wrong, I absolutely love the interaction that we have. And you can be forward, but it's not your natural default. Mm-hmm. Certainly with me, anyway. I think it's laziness, really. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Generally, <laughs> you've just been spoiled now. Um, so I think someone that actually that, that comes forward and tells me what they want, um, and is really open and honest with that, is great. And if they tell me how they like something, even better. So for me, um, them being forward in that way is 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 really hot. The other thing is having short hair. Because that just works for me. Yeah, you really like short I hair. Do you? Like short hair. Huh. Okay. So but you might wake up with a haircut tomorrow. <laughs> Not that I've remembered that. What about you? Um, well I'm gonna be greedy and have a couple of things. <gasps> I know. Well I had heard Not for the first time. Yeah, I know, right? Um so one one big deal for me is a sense of humour. Sense of humour. A sense of humour. I'm using humour. <laughs> what sort of humour are you using? <laughs> so I love someone who can make me laugh. Fuck. Yeah. Um, it goes a long way for me. It does. And, and I don't mean I want them to be cracking jokes. And I, I just, I love someone who doesn't take everything so seriously. It's just as well, really, isn't it? <laughs> can make me laugh. That can actually make me weak at the knees as well. Mm-hmm. Like a, a great sense of humour. So is... can kicking out the back of your knees. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> See, I managed to achieve you to go achieve you getting weak at the knees by joking about kicking out the back of your knees. Brilliant. By taking out my hamstrings. That's right. Awesome, thanks. A slightly more malevolent turn, but yeah. fine. Uh so yeah, almost laughing me into bed is great. You know, it goes goes a long way. And uh the second thing is actually Someone who smells amazing. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Now, that's not to say that, you know, if someone smells awesome but looks like, you know, a face like a box of frogs, that's going to work. It's not. But 
I do absolutely love a great smell. A great smell. A great smell, especially on a man. Okay. Yeah. All right. It, it's um, it's a powerful aphrodisiac for me. Is it now? Mm-hmm. Is that because you have a wombling nose? No, it is not. <laughs> Sticking itself in other people's smells and businesses. Uh, no, I just think smell is a great aphrodisiac for me. Yeah, I agree. I agree. It's really, really uh, sets the scene for me. Mm. If if um if I lean in for a bit of a, a hug and a, a first, you know, gentle, chaste kiss, and they smell amazing, like, oh yeah, I'm putty on your hands. <laughs> you putty on their hands. <laughs> you shouldn't putty on anyone, dear. It's not good form, especially as the first chaste kiss. And then, of course, if you have me a glass of champagne, then I'm bad. No. <laughs> easy steps and easy guides. Hey, and these all sounds like things like I do. Woo! Oh. I should be in now. Literally. Right, guys, we're going to close this down for three minutes. We're going to do it three times. Okay. Who is your favourite Batman and why? What a great question. Everybody loves Adam West. <laughs> well. Hang on. What I should point out, before we, uh-huh. before we had this conversation, readers, we, we, well, before we started this, we, we did a quick round, round through the questions to have a look and see what mm-hmm. was coming up. And Mrs. H made me recite the Batman. Batman. I recited them myself and checked in with you to make sure they were real Batman. So we had Adam West, right? Let me remember these. Adam West, who comes next? Oh, God. Do we have to be in order? Yeah. Oh, shit. No. All right, just... I, all right. Go on uh, mm, Michael Keaton. Yeah. George Clooney. No. Nope. I don't know if that's the right order. No, that's not the right order. But it is a Batman, Yeah, right? he is a Batman. Batman, okay. Uh, the guy with the nipples, Val Kilmer. That was George Clooney, but oh yeah. shit, who yeah, had but, the like the really bat nipply bat That was Clooney, but Val Kilmer was the Kilmer one. Ha- Kilmer had a lot of nipple on going. Yeah, he had a lot of nipple. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right, fine. Uh, so Clooney, Keaton, Bale, Christian Bale, mm-hmm. Batfleck. Oh, Batfleck. And Kevin Conroy, who I'm chucking in there because he was the animated Batman. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because I All like right. the animated Joker. No. So... I'm the clown prince <laughs> of crime. <laughs> so which was the Batman that had all the ridiculous neon in the film? That was... There's so much Kil- neon. That was Kilmer and Clooney were the neon ones. There's. The, the, oh, there were two Cl- neon ones. Yeah, so uh, mm. Clooney, I think, was the one with... Um, with um, It's time to take you to the cooler. Great. You need to chill out. Ah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that nice one. man, right, cool. Yeah. Okay. Uh, right. In which case, my favourite Batman is Christian Bale. Really? Yeah. Is that because you love him in American Cycle? Psycho? It, Cycle? Psycho. Yeah. It may have a little bit to do with it. Really? With the whole... Batman is fit. Every morning I wake up and apply <laughs> a facial scrub of exactly 3.9 serum. <laughs> yeah? That man is fit. He's fit. Oh my god, he's scarily fit. Okay. Especially in that film. All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, so good. I just really like Bale. He looks fucking livid half the time, and he looks incredibly arrogant, and that's got quite an appeal for me. Yes. <laughs> Where's Falcon? <laughs> and Batman. Yeah. So I love Christian Bale, Batman. Yes. <laughs> I'm not keen on the nipple dudes, both yep. Clooney and Kilmer, Kilmer mm-hmm. respectively. Uh, they didn't do it for me. I freaking hate Batfleck. I thought Batfleck no, did a did good job. I did not like Batfleck. I thought 
He was one of the better things in yeah. those films. He's probably my least favourite. Really? Yeah, Batfleck is a no. What about Adam West? Oh, but he's well, he's dead. But he's also very. He was very sweet, wasn't he? He's I couldn't charming. take it seriously. Yeah. He was Whereas cool. Bale, I'm like, fuck, you could fuck things up. You are like fucking hard. Yeah, especially if you. Whereas Adam West was like, oh, you just want to like take him home and have a coffee with him. Okay. Not now he's dead. Not now yeah. he's dead. No. Okay. All right, <clears throat> fair enough. Uh, yeah, who's your favourite bat? Oh, Batman. I, for me, it's probably Keaton, I think. Hmm. But because I, I, I like the sort of sense of madness that was there. I thought Bale was really, 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 really <laughs> overrated. Um, but... Wait, was Keaton in the film with Jack Nicholson as the Joker? Yes. Oh, he was a great Batman. Yes. Yeah, he was really awesome, but he's no Bale. Fine. Mm-hmm. Um, um, but I also thought Batfleck did a good job. And I, I think that he had the potential to get better if he still does it. You know, Keaton has just got better and better with age. He's quite a good-looking man now. Yeah, but I, I also stand by the fact that Kevin Conroy has the definitive voice of Batman as okay. the one from the animated series. I actually quite fancy Jack Nicholson as a Joker more in the Keaton film, though. Do you? Yeah. Than Heath Ledger? Oh, he always a bit messed up, isn't he? My father. Yeah, he was great. All right, anyway, Bale was my favourite. There we go. Okay, time to bail on this question. <laughs> Is it yeah. my go? It's your go. Ooh, okay. So this is a two-part question. Mm-hmm. Bit of a his and hers. Ooh, delightful. <laughs> so, uh, okay. I believe we have to answer for each other here. Mm-hmm. Um, so I need to figure out what your biggest turn-off is. Is that right? Yes. Okay. <laughs> And you need to figure out what my So the question that you're asking, that yeah. I'm asking you, is what yeah. is my biggest turn off? Yes. And that's what you're asking me. All right, got you. Yeah? All right, yeah. So you go first week. then. Okay, so what is my biggest turn off? Oh, I'm answering for you now, am I? <laughs> Isn't that what you tell me to do? Yes, but I was going to go first. But okay. <laughs> uh, so uh-huh. difficult. Um, your right. biggest turn off. Oh, come on, you must know this. Well, I... If it's talking about people getting in touch... I have a long list of things. It's, yeah, I, so there's there's two things that always that always come up from you, um, maybe three. One is finger blasting. Oh, I hate that. Yeah, so there's that. Um, there's sex that goes on for a long, 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 long time. Yeah, that's pretty bad. And there's also text speak in any interaction and poor spelling and grammar that goes with it. Yeah. Am I allowed to give one of my own? No. Oh, Go on then. Go on. Is that we, broadly right? It's very accurate. I, I am. Can we add to that? Yes. Teeth. Teeth. Okay. As in... Yeah. Do, you, do you want me to do the gallery music while you're revealing these? <laughs> Bad oral hygiene. Oh, come on. Teeth. It's a real phobia of mine. I can't bear it. Well, you're supposed to give a few reasons why I was doing that, but that's okay. Um, you gave three, and I'm adding a final one for you. Teeth. <laughs> yeah, or, or tooth. Tooth. <laughs> Just one tooth. If someone has a singular tooth, we're done. We're done. It's <laughs> <laughs> in there. I just can't go there. No, but you can stick them to a window really easily. <laughs> okay, fair enough. All right. So. And what, what turns 
Me off. Oh my god, oh my god, I knew this. Bad kissing. Oh come on, that's that is spot on. What you can't see here, I know you hate gentle bad listeners, you is Miss, Mrs. H actually did a miniature run on the spot, even <laughs> though she sat down because she was so excited about thinking well, about this. Well, I one. can't actually do the running man. No, but I know you if can't. If I could, I would go and do it right now. All right, okay. Because I knew bad, that's, bad that's, kissing is probably one of your. That's biggest. pretty good, actually. That's Thanks. that's one of the ones that I absolutely hate. Um, bad kisses it's you just, really really don't like it do you yeah I, I think it goes back to um, being a teenager and some some girl grinding my against my gums with her teeth and, and that's scarred me I think yeah there's nothing worse than a lousy kisser no because kissing can be so I mean sometimes the kissing awesome. is better than the sex itself and yeah, you, totally you take the kissing and, and ditch the sex I mean that would be fine <laughs> so, so for me it's yeah the kissing is quite important anything else you chuck in there for me Oh wow! Well, I know you, know, you don't like long hair. I don't like I should, super long strictly, hair. Strictly speaking, that's not true. Super long hair. No, I don't mind super long hair. It's just people <laughs> need to do something with it, <laughs> like plait it. Or... Yes, or brush this. I just hate <laughs> like when someone's got hair like the ring and it just dangles down. They're doing fuck all and apart from getting in your mouth. And yeah. Away. Yeah. Yeah. Anything else? Hmm. Um, I'll add one, shall I? Go on then. Bratty women. <laughs> Fucking hate bratty, petulant women. So, what a woman who demands that you like what boss her around and throw yeah, her it's, it's kind of thing. yeah, but it's put it's, her in a place. Put, yeah, it's a bit of that, but it's but they put up a, a sort of falsehood of fight along the way, and it's just I haven't got the patience for it. I'm do you just, think they do that because they think? A man likes to do that, or because I don't, they genuinely get off on that. I don't really care, frankly. It just annoys the shit out of me. It, the, the thing is, is that it's like you either want to play or you don't want to play, or you want to play a certain way, and that's fine. But if you're sort of if 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 your approach is deliberately to go out of your way to annoy someone, mm. then it doesn't feel like play to me. So for me that's it's like an instant turn off. I just get so bored with people. But we we in our early journeys in particular we encountered lots of women who were really fucking bratty. Yeah, you did. And I it's <laughs> like I was drawing them out like a magnet. So yeah, I bratty women drive me. So your me. worst case scenario woman then would be <laughs> A pratty, long-haired woman who can't kiss. Yes, yes. And I, I think we've had those experiences. <laughs> Quite frankly, I think we've, we've been there. And I've worn that T-shirt. a singular toothed, <laughs> finger-blasting man. That can fuck for five hours. Who just texts me, you okay, babe? <laughs> Great. GR8. Lovely. Oh, wow. He's got the moves. Yeah. Really? Okay, fine. So, my question now then? Yeah. All right, and I think this is the last question. Cool. All right. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about same-sex play? They've added quite nicely to this. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. <laughs> well. Well. I personally love it. You love it? Mm-hmm. You love it? I do. Do you? Absolutely, I do. Mm-hmm. I'm very bi. Yeah? So, I absolutely love it. I'm less keen, if I'm honest. <laughs> I am. Oh, let's something is clear. Not less keen on me being. No, no, no. I'm bi. I'm fine with you being bi. I think, um, and I think I might break a heart here saying this. Sorry, fella. Um, I'm straight, but um, it's, to be honest, it's one of those things where 
actually, I'd almost, I, I quite like the concept of it. It just doesn't do anything for me. And because I'm inherently greedy, if there were more mm. chances for me to play, I'd actually be really up for that. You've said this before, haven't yeah. you? You actually really wish that you you did have it in you to be, uh, yeah, that's a poor and... pun, a poor choice of words, but it would be kind of all fun, I guess, because you have more options. Yeah, and I, I love, I absolutely am in love with the idea of a par where anything can happen and anyone can go to anyone yeah. and it's all going on and kicking off. That sounds amazeballs to me, but I just don't, nothing, it just doesn't, do anything for me so uh, yeah it's a, it's a weird thing i'm i'm totally open to um playing with couples where the guys buying me both play yeah. straight i don't have any problems with that in fact i get quite irritated by by profiles that we see on fab in the uk where people won't play with um people that have played with by yeah. guys and all no, that sort of stuff and i you know I, that level of fairness and openness is really important to me um but it's a strange one. I, it's not. It's not. Despite my sister's claims for many years, <laughs> I, I think she claims that 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 my um, waistcoats that I insisted on wearing <laughs> as a teenager were a good indication of my sexuality. That's the fact you wore silk shirts, I think. Yeah, maybe, but uh, you uh-huh. know, I don't think that's a proper indicator anyway. Um, but yeah, I, it's it's a weird one, and I think I think um, it, it would be great, but it's just not my thing. It just doesn't do. Any, well, not that I've tried, but I've not. Do you know what? You haven't. That's a fair point. Mm. Um, and, you know, we often say you can't knock it till you tried it. But True. equally, I guess you've got to have uh, some element of um, curiosity to want to go yeah, there. Yeah, that's the thing. The challenge is out there, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> but strangely, I, I'm, I find it quite intriguing. What, seeing me play with another fellow? Yeah, I'd be open to that. Why did you go with Mickey Mouse then? <laughs> yeah, I'd probably be interested in seeing some guy and guy action. Huh? <laughs> uh, yeah, it doesn't doesn't not appeal to me. There's there's nothing about it that is inherently unappealing. I, I think it's it could be yeah good fun, but you know equally if you're not into it, that's, that's mm, that. maybe it's one to consider. Put it on the table. <laughs> I'm not putting it on the table. <laughs> It's kind of not on the table, but not totally utterly removed from the room. <laughs> it's just at the other end of the room for now. Yeah, it's just at the other end of the room. Look, it took me long enough to get used to the concept of actually playing with somebody else. Christ knows anything else. Let's not push me over the edge yet. I'm a delicate flower that needs to be treated that way. <laughs> yes, you are. But um, it's interesting. We, I mean, we were we were talking about this a little while ago, I think, about the the fact that in our play scenarios, it's it's pretty much always been the case that both the women have been bi yeah and it's actually been a bit odd when um the other woman has been up front and said i'm not that's like oh all right it's less appealing to me it is but that's not different to what no, i experienced no, no. So it's... no I, I know exactly which is why i'm probably in my head thinking why wouldn't you want to try it i guess but maybe they have we don't know Mm. maybe they did <laughs> or maybe they, they they just didn't like you who knows I know right they took one look and were like nope <laughs> not down for that anyways that was it from the um, by the by crew they were great questions really good questions yeah. I really enjoyed that that was good fun thank you alright so what next hmm I think we've got time for just the tip doesn't matter if you're old or young Listen up for some sexy fun We've got advice so let it rip 
Don't go balls deep, cause it's just the tip. <laughs> so, just the tip. Recently, we've had a spate of people writing into us, mm-hmm. uh, getting in touch, uh, to talk about uh, being on the peripheral of the lifestyle. So they've been actually uh, talking to their partners about it, but the partners aren't quite sure if they want to jump in or not. They're having some thoughts. They need more information. They need time to think. Um, and we've obviously written back to these people and, and interacted with them, but we thought it might be useful to cover it very briefly in terms of some of the things you can do to um, bring this topic up or um, perhaps start those conversations, really. Mm, it's like baby steps, isn't it? Well, it's a bit of baby steps, and I think we, we can certainly tell you about our experience, which I think we've covered, but, I mean, one of the things that we found was a great help was looking at shows like uh, Polyamory and Playboy Swing um, as a concept, because... Really, the reality television, without, <laughs> yeah, without, without doubt. And they're quite entertaining um, for someone who hasn't got a clue about the lifestyle. Granted, it's a bit of a, <clears throat> a bit of a car crash reality show, <laughs> but actually, it's it's really reassuring that nothing really goes horrifically wrong, and actually, people seem to have a fun time. But I think what I like is that that quite often these shows sort of take people through a journey. And they get to explore it in a relatively safe environment. Mm. But as a viewer, it's much easier. I find it much much easier because I, I probably am a much more visual person to see myself in that that spot mm. or that position, pun intended, mm-hmm. um, and and explore how I'm going to feel about it if I can see it and and I can say, oh, actually, if I was there, how would I feel and how would what would what would what would go through my head and how how would I react to these sorts of things? And I found watching Playboy Swing was a really good way of actually going, well, shit, if I was in that house and I got invited in and there were all these beautifully attractive people, what? how would I, you know, and how would we, and how would I react with you interacting with those people? Mm. And that, that was a really useful tool. And I think one of the things that we did was really, we, wa- we watched all of those together. We watched um, uh, a few other sort of documentaries on television. The other thing we, that we did started doing was listening to podcasts together, of course. And that was a really interesting thing. And I think there's quite a few podcasts out there with, with people telling their journeys and taking you through their baby steps to, you know, how they got into the lifestyle and, and how they've made their first few hiccups mm. and, and, and got on with the first few soft swaps and all that sort of stuff. That's a really good way of of sharing that. It is. It's always, it's always good to hear about someone who's lived and breathed it mm. and been there and got a T-shirt and come out the other side and have you know, positive stories to tell you at the end of it. I think the other thing to do is is that if you're um if you do sign up for a site, quite often swingers as a community um can be really helpful and, and really encouraging and there are always people out there that you can talk to to ask questions, to get more help, to get more support. Mm. And, you know, we've met people and just had a drink with them and just sharing those stories and chatting about it, they've offered us advice and we've offered people advice. And that's a really good way to get your get your your head into the game, really, and to to again put yourself in that position to think through all these different bits. And quite often, it's the fear of the unknown that's holding people back. It is. It's um, I mean, very often it's also body image. I think on one partner's side, possibly they're sort of like no. Well, they've got one really fat side. <laughs> Or like a limp. <laughs> like a, a hunchback or yeah. something. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Hunchbacks can swing too. <laughs> no, but you often find, I guess, uh, and it's possibly stemming more from 
the female sides where they get very hung up especially if you've had kids and you know they don't you know look the same as you did when you met your partner and it's like oh god what if my partner like finds all these other women like immensely more attractive than I am you know we we went there we've we've probably both felt an element of insecurity and they were all more attractive than you (laughs) yeah but I have a really bad hunchback you know (laughs) (laughs) one side's really chunky I literally look like a baked potato (laughs) (laughs) no it's fair to say I think probably a lot of women might be reticent if their male other half then suggests it yeah I think that's generally the the experience Um, but you know not to say that it can't happen the other way around and I think the the more you can find out about this stuff, the better and the easier those conversations were. But or will be. But one thing you can't get over is that at some point if, if you if if you haven't had that conversation or if you haven't really properly sat down and done it, you're gonna need to. And mm. I always remember we, we went um we went out for a a meal without the kids and we actually sat down and and sort of went through a list of stuff that we liked and that we just hadn't talked about. I remember that meal. It was amazing. I mean the waitress <laughs> got more than a I <laughs> follow our, our, our notes that we were chucking down on the on the table, and this was years ago before that we even started great started the, the lifestyle journey. But it was a great way to sit down. Actually, what what do you think about what what's what's turning you on? What would you like to know more about? And we found, you know, it's not to say that our relationship had gone stale by any stretch of the imagination, but we actually found out more about each other that night than we had done for for a couple of years prior to that. I remember at one point that night, that same night, we did a little experiment and said, right. Um, show me the last porn thing you looked at on your phone. <laughs> Do you remember? Oh, yeah. We, we, it was a, a no-holds-barred amnesty of no judgment, but if you were going to look at porn on your phone now, what would you look at? I'm uh, not, not reveal it now, obviously. Yeah, no one wants to hear that. I can't remember what I was looking at. It was probably just some sort of Transformers news <laughs> feed. Transformer porn. <laughs> yeah, well, it was just nice toys that I could put on the shelf. It was lovely. Rodimus. Prime. <laughs> no, it it was a funny experiment. It was really really good fun. Um, and if I remember nerve wracking. Very nerve wracking, right? I remember we had a, a couple of funny conversations that night, and off the back of that, went away and we we tried some stuff together. Oh yeah, we tried a load of stuff together. Right, but it was it was awesome to not feel any judgment from your partner when sort of saying well actually this conversation could only lead to sexy things well that's the thing but i i do think you do need to be careful though because if you're having yeah. the conversation about the lifestyle with your other half and they have no concept of this it's really important to sort of listen to their needs mm-hmm. and, and understand what they're talking about and give them the space to think it through because yeah. you know whilst we're pretty good in that way and that we do talk a lot regardless if if that if your relationship doesn't have a lot of communication you've got a lot of steps and a lot of hoops to jump through before you 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 be really ready for the the lifestyle i think you've yeah. got to be your your communication's got to be absolutely shit hot because the risks to your relationship if, if it isn't really really high mm. and i think that's where people often go wrong and that they rush all the way full into it and then trip over themselves yeah, like wow we talked about it over a few wines so we must be ready let's yeah. go <laughs> but in terms of you know and and there's no right or wrong way to do it but what we found is that it was really useful to sit down chat about all of this stuff chuck it out there get treat yourselves to a night out and or, or a night in and just have that conversation like you did when you started dating and, and chuck everything out there and and you never know that that spark and that excitement of how you've got together may well help you launch your next phase of your your adventures that's 
really good advice actually i i very often think about our first kiss do you yeah very often it was very... awful i'm amazed i came back oh my god <laughs> <laughs> i do often think back to the sort of heady days of when you 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 wonder what that first kiss i would be love like. heady days <laughs> but and um, one of the great things about the lifestyle is that you you get to experience days like that again and again and again mm. because you you know you have a flirting and the build up and the oh my god what's it going to be like to, you get to, to be disappointed so many times <laughs> <laughs> you you get to experience something new but you know with your partner's consent and they're getting the same rush of mm. adrenaline of, of the flirting and the you, you never ever experience it again because once you've done it it's that it's done yeah but what you do get is the aftermath of then the reconnection of going oh man, I remember why I fell in love with him. It's because... He is the best kisser of all. That's right. And he smells the nicest. <laughs> all of those things. Yeah. All and of those He things. can dominate the bestest or whatever it was that you were going on about That's earlier. right. And that night when I discovered, you know, your favourite porn site is like fish porn or whatever it was. What? Fish porn? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> this but... is the dawning of the age of aquarium. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. But no, those um, those you can recreate some of those kind of those um, feelings of giddiness and butterflies in your tummy again. I get that by standing you... up and spinning around loads. You are not taking me seriously. I'm taking you very seriously. <laughs> I think what you're trying to say is that you can experience that that rush with another person a little bit in the lifestyle, and you get a taste of that. But more importantly, you get that sense of reconnection and, yes. and having had an event together when you go back to your partner. Exactly that. The adrenaline. Yeah, the see? The butterflies. Yeah, see? I was listening. I said all of those things, but you, you kept interrupting me with your um, randomness. No, I didn't. Yeah, you it did. It wasn't me. <laughs> Anyways, I think that's it for just the mm. tip this week. And I think that's pretty much it for the show. Anything else that you'd like to add, wife? No. No? I think we well, did. I think so. Once again, thank you to the NNM guys. for oh, the, po- the Ross. Thanks, Ross. Don't say that. You'll get really angry. Nah. Ross, chill. <laughs> you wouldn't like him when he's angry. <laughs> well, wait. If you're angry, you're like bright green. He's like super tanned. He's not super tanned. He's like the opposite of super tanned. Well, maybe he should make like Ross and get super tanned. Maybe. Like five times. Okay. We're going down a heavy road of Friends references here, guys. Good. Very sorry. Um, so, um, thanks to those guys. Uh, anyone else we need to thank this week? Well, I think we should uh, thank uh, Huge Action because he's still going with his lousy film in the background. He is. He's still going with his surprising vibrato. His, his mouth is half open which leads me to think he is mid-vibrato as we speak. Really? I yeah. think he's looking for an ice cream. I don't remember that <laughs> happening in this film. Um, and of course, thank you to the By the By guys. Uh, we love you loads. Um, not to say we don't love anyone else but... Um, you know, thank you for the questions yeah, and sending those through. Um, I hope we've answered them in a way that hasn't smashed your dreams tonight. <laughs> um, anything else? No. Lovely. Well, let's wrap it up. Thank you very much for joining us. Uh, look forward to speaking to you next week. Bye. Bye. Oh, hang on. What? We didn't do the thing. Oh, my God. We were so swept away with all our thank yous and Oscar nominations. I'd like speeches. to thank God and my mum. <laughs> so, thank you for hopping into our bed. Bye. <laughs> Dear Nephew Govo, today I walked into what the funny creatures call a brothel.
there were lots of funny creatures lined up in a line, and a man walked in and had to choose one of the funny creatures. He went upstairs after exchanging what looked like to be some small bits of paper. After following them upstairs and standing outside the door, I could hear them giggling and laughing for at least five and a half minutes. Yours, Uncle Traveling Matt. <laughs>